Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, video game podcast that all you nemesis listen to. My name is Brian. I'm Amanda. I'm Troy. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Then we also have somebody else here with us today. Someone very special, right, Troy? That's right. Our guest of dragons this week, our G-O-D, is a very close friend of ours. She is an actress, podcaster, our ranger in our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and also <laughs> our resident, Resident Evil expert, Give It Up a Hey, everyone. <laughs> I am so jazzed that you are here joining us on Dios de los Muertos, the, the Day of the Dead. That is true. That was good. It is the day after Halloween. It is. Right? I think. Yeah, yeah it is. Today? Uh, yeah. I for now. Right. I, I mean, I'm sober, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jazzed. I like how you, you said that jazz. like you're not normally sober. I know. I've never drank yet. <laughs> uh, how was your Halloween, Jordan? It was really fun. I wasn't sober. That's a good way to do it. That yeah. is a good way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, trick or treat or drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's a treat, though. That is a treat. Yeah. And it, a trick. It could be a trick as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like tricking and treating yourself. <laughs> See? Leave it. Leave mm-hmm. it to the the adults to come up with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good one. We had everyone over. Yeah, a lot of dragons. Some some uh, dragon costumes. There were, which you, might... you may get to see somewhere in social media down the road. Uh, sure we're worn. Will. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we took enough video and pictures of us doing really stupid things to not use it. <laughs> we're getting really literal with the dragon name here. We are. <laughs> Oh, we were both tasting and dragoning. We had some good snacks. We had some good dragons. I we think did. we're tasting dragons. Like, mm. oh, that mm-hmm. that would be highly offensive. As, as oh, a vegan, I can't. I'm obligated, I think, to say uh, that I'm a vegan right, right. when I enter a room. Right. Or is that a vampire? I have to be, have to be like invited in. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, no I dragon cannot, eating for you. No, no. Unless yeah. the dra- unless it was like a nice flower mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, dragon I mean, flower. Dragon. Well, you know, and I'm also pretty sure all of our costumes were made in China, so I don't think any of us want to put that in our mouth. Uh, I mean, fair having, having it on our skin is already probably bad enough. I have no idea how to wash that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. In uh, moral ambiguity, doesn't do well with my digestive system. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, on that that's note. a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Uh, let's get into the games that we've been playing this week. What are you playing? I love that. It's so fun. <gasps> we have a new release. We do. <gasps> new release. New release. I, I do believe it, we were talking about Luigi's Mansion, and that is what I was playing, along with many other people last night. We played in the Scream Land, or Scream Park. The Scream Park, yeah. That's right, This Joe. game is phenomenal. Like, yeah, it's fun. I, obviously, I'm biased. I already love Luigi's Mansion. It's a really, really great game, but... Um, the stuff that I, I, the single player mode so far, it's the same old, same old. It doesn't seem like much has changed. They added a new piece of the the vacuum so far. So ultimately, like, there's some cool new, like, puzzle solving pieces of it. I have not hit the point where you get to be Gooigi yet, though. Oh, so, wait. Well, okay. At first, I'm, I'm like, boo. But then I'm like, make you wait for it. Make right? you work I, for it. Actually, every, every, you're in this haunted hotel and uh, you don't know it. You get a VIP all paid expense trip there and it's a uh, dun dun dun. It's not real. Uh, so you, you end up having to unlock your free, like the, the opening is actually really scary. Like when, when 
the bad guy comes out you're like whoa what the heck and they have all these pictures of you and your friends and there's x's all over and it's everything's in grayscale oh. it's very like but your hey, friends this is, like like mario, like mario and, toad. and peach and toad and all they've have got, x's over they have them? their faces like they're there's a picture frame of them that you what? see earlier in the game in color and beautiful life and lovely rainbow everything and then it's dark and it's grayscaled and there are big x's over their faces what, what is the deal here why is luigi after these ghosts what what is going on okay i haven't played he's a I ghostess he, he, yeah <laughs> okay he hates them ghosts he doesn't hate ghosts okay so what happened in the first one is that he stumbled upon getting this mansion basically and he's, he gets this, this deed in the, in the, in the mail, oh. and he goes, and he, he ends up there, and King Boo, along with a bunch of a ghost family, are there basically terrorizing anything in there. So it's so kind of it like... It was a trick. So it was a trick. So he goes there, and he meets a professor, and the professor studies ghosts. So he basically studies ghosts kind of like the way Ghostbusters study ghosts. They trap okay. them and leave them in a vacuum vault somewhere, <laughs> and they study them. It's a little messed up, but those ghosts were wreaking havoc beforehand. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a give and a take. Like it's one of those. It's like it Dexter is, meets Ghost. It's, it kind of. <laughs> it's it's like imagine if you were in Casper and you only had to deal with the uncles and Casper didn't exist. You know, like Ugh. nobody yeah. wants Ugh. that. Oh. Oh. So, oh, so oh, they're so no, gross. ghosts that fart. Nobody wants. That. So yeah, with so, ghosts with like toes. <laughs> 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 nobody wants that. Toenail clippings. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But ultimately, he you know all the tricks and things happen. So that's how he kind he kind of stumbles into getting this Poltergeist three thousand, and he helps the he help, he helps get the ghosts out of the house essentially, or or trap them so that somebody else can research them and somebody else can live there. Then, um, in this haunted hotel, there are black widows all over the place. There are mice. There Ooh. are ghosts, and you are using that vacuum to clean every mess that they've left up and themselves. So Luigi's a known quantity. Like, hey, if, if I got some ghosts yes. in my hotel, call on Luigi. But isn't he always also like super afraid of everything? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so why, is, why is he answering he, these he calls? Opens, he opens a door. When Who are you going to call? Not, not Luigi. I'm not afraid of no ghost. Yeah, it's, 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 no, he's Mario. That's all he, like he, he when he, when he realizes the big bad is, is there and then you're like, oh no, what's going on? He's like, oh no, I've got to save everybody. He hunches over, grabs a flashlight, and then shakily walks down hallways. <laughs> so he's like, like, doesn't he know that this is what he's doing now? He knows. He just doesn't want to do it because he's afraid. <laughs> it says so much about his personality that the, his only voice line is like, Mario. <laughs> yep. Mario. Mario. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love the idea of a hero who is not heroic, though. <laughs> Not many of those out there. Oh, imagine if you played the whole game and then at the very end, Mario <laughs> defeated King Boo and they were all like, gosh, that Mario's he's so great. He's so talented. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good oh. thing he saved us all. Yeah. Luigi, what were you doing this entire time? <laughs> Just riding on his coattails, I'm assuming. <laughs> and then Luigi fashions a noose and then has to clean him up. And then he becomes a ghost. Yes. Yeah. And haunts the, his own house. Oh no! Oh man, Who's Professor make- Egad can't get him to bust himself. No, I can't oh. think of anyone in the universe more pathetic than Luigi that Toad. would take over his job. <laughs> I don't know. Toad's got like a spunk. You got Captain Toad. He's a captain. Like, I, I don't know. Birdo's too awesome. Like, I, Birdo who, is really awesome. Yeah. Like, who's scared enough in the, in the Nintendo universe to take over Luigi when he did die oh. in one of those trailers? What about Wall yeah. Luigi? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Waluigi takes over and just he, doesn't care. He would be scared wow. and incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Waluigi. Ew. Oh. 
No, thank you. Ooh. Thanks, Troy. All right. I'm yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, give it a roll. It's, it's pretty darn great. I give it, so far, it's only got like three sandwiches out of five, though. That's yeah. just, and not, it's just because it's so early into the game. I will give the multiplayer version of it. Oh, right. That's like 10 sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that's Like, great. it's worth every sandwich you could possibly jam into your mouth at the same time without dying. It's the best. <laughs> it was pretty great. There's three different modes. Everybody was having a great time. It was really good. And apparently you can uh, you can hook up eight controllers to it. We did it with five. Ooh. And yeah. just five people was insane. So mm-hmm. is it eight Luigi's or? It's Gooigi's to... or Luigi's. It's oh, two so different, different teams. Colors. So I don't know. Yes, yeah, oh. it's, it's yeah. two teams. So it's Gooigi's versus Luigi's. Oh. Yeah. I watched a video of uh, someone playing this game, and their headcanon, which was very funny, is that uh, Luigi was very clueless, but Luigi was like, nah, I got this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was like his confident alter ego. It was very funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very fun. So, all right, good game there, Joe. Good game. Uh, how about you, Troy? What did you play? All right, I'm playing a game. Uh, since it is uh, October, or it was October, uh, I wanted to play something a little disturbing, a little spooky, a little uh, uh, intense. So I picked up a game that came out maybe about two months ago. It's called A Plague Tale Innocence. Um, it is a horrible game to play. <laughs> and I don't mean that from the gameplay uh, standpoint. I mean, like, I don't want to be in this world. Mm. Um, if you remember, uh, I think last week I talked about being in the underworld, and it was just so unpleasant mm-hmm. that I, I, it was a compliment to the makers. Same thing with this game. It is called A Plague Tale. It is about the plague. <laughs> it takes place... <laughs> Uh, around the time of the Inquisition and definitely like surf style um, England. Okay. And uh, you play as like a 15-year-old girl uh, who whose uh, house is raided by the Inquisition and her mom is like, get your brother and get out of here. And then like you leave and just you and your little five-year-old brother and then you're just trying to traverse the land trying to get help um, while the Inquisition is after you because yeah, they, they want but, the little boy. But rats... So this is why I don't want to be in this game. I knew I was it was in for trouble because just the menu that you have to select like, you know, start game is just an empty room filled with hundreds of scurrying rats all making that noise. Remember the mummy when all those beetles like came out of the wall? It's that but rats. And uh-huh. Mandy and I recently this year had to deal with a bit of a rat problem. Yes, okay, did. on our own home turf. Do you need to borrow my cat? Uh, not anymore, but maybe next time. Hopefully there's not a next time. Mm -hmm. Uh, the one thing that the experience gave me, um, besides the sight of it was the smell of it, which I will never forget. So seeing a hundred of those little rats (laughs) scurrying around was just like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And the whole grant game is just you running away from these rats or, or, uh, burning them or, or, or corralling them in different areas. They're everywhere. Your little brother is sick with something, and it looks like he may have something to do with the actual plague, which is a lot more ferocious than the historical plague. Mm-hmm. Like, it comes after you <laughs> in different forms. And it's like a different level of disgusting. Like, yeah. the rats are clearly like some kind of supernatural force because there's way too many of it for it to be realistic. Yeah. And then, like, the sound that they make is kind of like the sound of, like, almost like someone chewing. It has that, like, uh, greasy, yeah. sloppy, like- wet. Oh, it's no. so disgusting. It, it's a combination of like nails on chalkboard and somebody chewing. Uh, <laughs> it's horrible. It's perfect for the game. Oh, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they uh, knock the atmosphere out of the park. There's but. dead horses that their bo- their like insides are like throbbing and then explodes and rats come out. Oh there's my. like just you go to a battlefield and there's just bodies piled high. 
Um, it's it's just unnerving to be in that game, which is great because it is a stealth game. Yeah. You are supposed to sneak around and just try to get to a safe location, get your brother someplace safe, and try to find answers to cure him because he's got something going on mm-hmm. uh, with himself. Um, and it's also like environmental puzzles. So you may reach a section where you can't get up on high. So how can you move a block over here? Or how can you corral the ant, the ants, the uh, <laughs> the rats to like take down a guard? It's it's really well made. Mm-hmm. It definitely takes a lot of inspiration from uh, Last of Us because it's like a partner thing, you and your brother, and and also brothers that uh that, that cool tale two brothers. Yeah. Also, uh, Ico. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The, the uh, Umeda joint. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you, you're holding his hand and you're taking him through and you're solving puzzles with your little baby brother. That's and awesome. sometimes he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you press a button, like, hey, hold my hand. He's like, no. And he like walks off, and you're like, ah. Oh, Damn it. Come on, kid. He's do like, you, I'm seven, and I don't have to do that. Did you not see the, the, the seven-foot-tall stack of bodies outside? Is this really a time to throw a fit, kid? Hold my hand. Let's get out of here. Uh, the only knock on the game I have is that sometimes it reminds me that it's a game. It's so immersive and so pretty and, and, and like really well, well made. That sometimes um, it has that game thing where you have to look around the environment to find uh, things to craft or collectibles. And at one point, it's like... Oh man, there's this horrible Inquisition card is after me. But let me go look over here, <laughs> off the path, around this tree for a flower. <laughs> and it's like kind of breaks the narr- narrative a little of the importance of like, hey, got to keep going, got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it is, it is a a horrible game in all the right ways. I play with the headphones in the dark. It's nice. It's good. What nice. system is it for? I'm playing it on the PlayStation. Was it was it four. like an expensive game? It was thirty bucks. Good oh, question. That okay. sounds really. Good. I'm happy. I knew the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. no, because I'm, I'm interested in, in that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's intense, and I, I like the kids are kids. They're not. They're not overly kid like, and they're not just adults doing kid voices. They yeah. seem very natural and real, and it's predominantly led by a cast of children. It's like four kids so far that are kind of in my party. Nice, and it, it's. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. Very linear, but but then not 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 in a bad way. And they chose interesting ages. Like it wasn't like that traditional. Like hey, I'm 17, or like that. Like I live in Pokemon, and for some reason I'm nine, but I act like I'm 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is like like a seven year old and a 14 year old, yeah. and then they act like those ages, it's, which is cool. Which is awkward. It's awkward. Yeah. yeah. And it's great. Yeah. So good stuff. Nice. Give nice. it a whirl. Very nice. Semi new release. <laughs> so how many rat eaten sandwiches left? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. I knew where that was going. Oh gosh, uh, as you are the sandwich in this equation. Oh um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave myself five out of five sandwiches. Whatever. Yeah, fair enough. I got high confidence. <laughs> so instead of new release, it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Cool. Uh, how about you, Amanda? Uh, this week I played uh, Destiny 2, big shocker, Ooh. but uh, the Festival of the Laws came out, which is their Halloween event, um, and it was uh, it was surprisingly fun. Uh, they did a bunch of new things that they haven't, well, that I haven't experienced before, um, is they had a lady come to the tower, so the tower is all decorated, it's got this big spooky tree, or if you go to different places in the tower, they have like... Uh, immersive Halloween decorations. I just found out if you run around the tree that there are collectibles on all of the branches, so they like mm-hmm. reward you for exploring. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Uh, they have some paper masks out, mm-hmm. so you can dress up as your favorite villains <laughs> with these paper <laughs> masks. Uh, they I'm have like a- half a fan of that. I I wish the I wish the masks were better. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. They're kind of mm-hmm. crappy looking. 
I, I think they're supposed like, to yeah, be. Yeah, it's on purpose. Like they're whimsy, but, yeah. but, but it's not crappy enough. Then, like, yeah. just give me like a paper bag with like a drawing of someone's face on it. If if that's <laughs> what you're gonna do, I, it just looks like like weird pixelated. I think I'm bummed because there are like ten masks total or something. No, there are there are like twenty masks total, and I think mm-hmm. I like three of them. Oh, and I yeah, think that's yeah. what it is. It's like I keep having to spend money to buy these masks that are kind of like, Meh. but the idea is funny mm-hmm. uh, and fun. Um, but they also have a gun that looks really it looks super dope. But you need to get all the masks to get the gun. And I don't know anyone who has. Like, have you guys gotten the gun yet? No, I'm I'm almost there. I'm only about uh, 10, 10 chocolate coins away. Of right. course you are, Brian. <laughs> we see you on there. Uh, we don't invite you because we feel like we would just hold you back. <laughs> we want to let you fly, Guardian. Fly. <laughs> but uh, the, the two best things that they have is they have the new Haunted Forest mode, which is a Vex gate on Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have... Uh, and the Vex are like the robot killers. They're the Terminators of the universe. So, so they basically took levels that already existed and then made them very dark so you can't see what's in front of you. And then you have to kill things really quickly. And the more levels that you get through, uh, the more rewards you get. But oh. it's cool because you can't, like, in certain places see the floor. So you want to hurry, but sometimes like, you, like, cut a corner and be like, oh, no. And then you're just falling. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I should have, I should have uh, taken my time there. Uh, or you'll turn the corner and then um, they have Hive, which are zombie-like creatures that run really fast. And there'll be, like, seven of them them running at you from out of nowhere and then you're just like that gut reaction where you're just like ah and then and then you're falling yeah, yeah. and then you're falling um, like, well i guess i'll die now <laughs> but it, but it's a lot of fun um the only thing that i would say is kind of a bummer is i was really looking forward to the skeleton armor is they have a whole new armor set and it glows and then uh, it looks like a skeleton suit uh, and I was like, well, cool, what do I got to do this get to the, that, that dope skeleton suit? And the only answer is uh, pay us $15. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Either that or if you have bright dust, which is a the in-game currency. Dust. But yeah, you need to have a lot of it. And so. I can't farm bright dust. I mean, not no. really. No, you can't. You can only get a certain amount every week. Yeah, yeah from the quests. Yeah, from the quests. Yeah, yeah. Bright dust sounds like glitter. It looks like glitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not far off there, George. <laughs> uh, but aside from aside from the the armor being kind of um, a bummer, uh, everything else is really cool. Uh, and, that's nice. And I'm looking for, forward to uh, Iron Banner coming back next week. Oh yeah, that's right. That is next week. Yeah, because I completely missed Iron Banner because I had like a whole bunch of stuff going on that week. <laughs> and but like before that, I was in it to win it, and I was like, "All right, sweet Iron Banner week." Oh, I got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to play a single game. <laughs> well, very nice, very nice. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I'm gonna. It's still the same game as last week. It's Autonauts, mm-hmm. which is a fun little whimsical game where you program your bots to do just menial tasks (laughs) and uh, i actually completed all of the all of the in-game like they have what's called like certifications and uh and research so i completed all the research and i was like all right sweet and like the very last research is actually a question mark so i was like "Ooh, i wonder what this is going to unlock and then you and then i did it and i was like oh we also would like to know what it unlocks look forward to an update coming soon (laughs) oh so I unlocked nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I'll play it when the update comes. <laughs> you unlocked anticipation. It's exactly what I unlocked. Enjoy. I, I unlocked, uh, I'm done with the game right now. <laughs> I ended up uh, making about 250 bots, roughly, uh, over the course of the game. Did any of the bots make a human? Uh, not yet. You don't oh, want God. a companion? Maybe that's what that last research was, and I just don't know. 
Right. Oh, oh right. It could be. It, it's time to take the next step in it creation. Is. It is. D- did you ever unlock the subprogramming that you wanted so that you could either duplicate or create? Um, it, it was actually already in the game. It's just it's like the game is is intuitive enough. It just there's a lot of small little things that it doesn't tell you what you can do. Like you can build better bots by um by getting better parts. Mm-hmm. And but like you have your bar, your bots that you start the game with that are not that great. And so the game doesn't tell you that you can actually switch out their parts with the neural ones. Oh. But the game never tells you that. Like there's no like in in game menu that you can go to with tutorials or anything. You just have to realize, oh, I have to hold down control and then right click on it and it'll replace the parts. Oh. So it, it's like that's those types of things. And that's what it was with the one where like I created a save disk and it was empty and I didn't know how to use it. I thought, oh, maybe I'm going to unlock the, the ability to use it. No, you just had to go up to something and control left click on it. Oh. And it would copy it. And then if you wanted to give it to somebody else, you would control right click. You know, so, Brian, and- all this beep boop, beep boop talk just makes me feel like maybe there's 251 robots <laughs> on <laughs> this island. It could be. Hmm? It could be. Hmm? Because any human doesn't understand anything that just happened true. in the last minute <laughs> of speaking. There's but. a lot of controls and clicks and, you <gasps> know. He's a robot. <laughs> He's talking in clicks and controls. It, ah. could, it could also be high school. There's a lot of clicks and controls in high school. I mean, right? Right? <laughs> Gosh. I was totally Greg a Pezacek. I know. I was totally, looking at you. Totally a part of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about the clicks in high school. Uh. You were the most popular robot at your high school. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I controlled everything. <laughs> so yeah, I, I finished up Autonauts and I'm done with it. So until the, you know, maybe the update comes out, but probably not. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> How many and, sandwiches? Uh, sandwich. Ooh, for myself because I love programming. Uh, probably about a good four. Four out of five sandwiches. Uh, if you don't like programming, probably about a 0. 0.5 because <laughs> it's all programming. <laughs> so yeah, that's the game. How about you, Jordan? Round us out with the you know god <gasps> of the week. Absolutely. Um, the game that I've uh, been playing, and it'll probably be the, if you ask me next week, um, you can text me and ask me. Uh, I will be. <laughs> it'll be Detroit Becomes Human. Mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. I play it so many times I forget the name. But um, yeah. very fitting. You're talking about this after Brian's talking about his robot. That's right. I mean, but my bo- my bots are deviants. Ooh. So they <laughs> they they break the the barrier and they be- just become human. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like the ti- like it says in the title. <laughs> it's su- it's suggested in the title. I rather become human than become Detroit. I mean, just personally, yeah. it seems like that's a lot, Not lot the, to handle, the, the, a lot of responsibility. Have you seen the Detroit in the game? Because it's gorgeous. That's well, right. Tell me about it. it. Parts of it are. Yeah. Uh, tell you about Detroit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never been there, but um, I think, uh, Madonna, no, but anyway, <laughs> no, it's the, the, it's kind of futuristic. Mm-hmm. Detroit, it's like, it is now, I've never been to to there so maybe there are parts that are already like, futuristic yeah already <laughs> just beautiful shiny I, I doubt there's any robots walking around but I'm sure there's people on meth uh, <laughs> there but um, they're robotic enough am I allowed to say that do you have to bleep that out yeah we're fine um, <laughs> it's a real epidemic yeah. it really is it's, real. it's taking over but yeah. we should talk about that no it's a, it's, but, a, real, uh, it's a real plague tale <laughs> so uh, uh, with Detroit like um what what is it that that you're doing or or like what what kind of game is it? Well, Detroit Become Human, I've played it probably maybe f- 
five or six times now. Nice. Uh, well, I feel like I've only played it like three times because I, I have such a hard time changing a lot. It's basically a game. It's, I've come to describe it as like my favorite movie. <laughs> okay. And you know, like when you're watching your favorite movie and like sometimes you're like, man, I wish that they didn't do this because like it resulted in somebody's death or something. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I wish, even though I've seen it a million times, this movie, I wish I could just, I wish, I, I still have hope that they're not going to go open that door and, you know, fall off the, the right. you know, into the yeah. black why, hole. Why they go that way? That, yeah. that moment in movies where you're like, don't open the door, don't open the right. door, don't open the door. And, don't, and you, you're like, I've seen this a thousand times. No, but, just, but this game is kind of like your favorite movie that you can kind of change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, I was listening. Lewis described something uh, on I, the last time he was he was on. <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like like no, a, no, like no. A, yeah. he, he was saying that like it it presents the illusion of an open world. Okay. But it's very linear. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, you're on a track, like but you can kind of, you can, you have moments where you can go and just explore your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, yeah. like you have to get to this point. Like you have to open this certain door or um, right. Make when you, a when you're in a scenario, you get the options to kind of create your your own adventure, you know, or how how you react to a character, how you talk to a character. So the way that the scene plays out feels like you could go anywhere and do anything, right? Uh, but once you kind of finish it, finish the game, and you kind of look at the different chapters and you see the branching paths, you see how they're just very different, interesting ways to kind of get to one out of like three different ends or right goals. like so the first time i played it there's a, a wonderful part where you're kind of you have to find shelter and there's all you're in like a very um desolate city and it, it looks endless mm-hmm. when you first play it of course if you play it like nine nineteen times like me <laughs> you've learned that like all right well it's there's not that much to as much to do as, as it looks but the first time you play it just like you just feel like the possibilities are, it's are endless such a sweeping experience and i've yeah. i've done things by mistake because there's i find that i feel that there's a true uh story for me where where i like to get i like to do everything good i, I haven't really been able to turn anybody like into like a bad person <laughs> or i just can't do it because i just not even on you're purpose? taking care of a little girl and i just like you can kind of uh, uh, isolate her oh know? yeah I did but that. i i don't know if i'm trying to get there because i want to play a different game but <laughs> yeah. I'm, i just can't bring myself to do it it's cold well, I've, I've done things by accident where I, I my characters ended up in like a concentration uh-huh, camp uh-huh and I'm like I had no idea because yeah, I played like fun. two or three nights at that point I had no idea that that could be a thing and yeah. I was I was mortified I was sick to my stomach playing it I was like well I got it I'm gonna just do it I have yeah. to go through it I was like I'm gonna start over I'm like I'm not yeah. ready for this right now yeah. <laughs> Detroit's beautiful because you can play it through once and just get a really moving experience mm-hmm. and then you can actually game it and kind of go in and poke around at all the different pieces of the web that they've put together <laughs> to see the content that they've put in and some mm-hmm. of the places they go are just breathtaking yeah um, do you ha- who's your favorite character between Connor the robot boy uh, Kara the robot girl and Marcus, the other <laughs> robot Marcos, boy, the non-robot, <laughs> the non-robot. Yeah, true. Um, well, my favorite—it's there's three people. But my my favorite's Kara mm-hmm. um, because I love the relationship with taking care of uh, someone else. It's it's very reminiscent of mm. Resident Evil Two when you're 
Claire taking care of Sherry, or you mentioned, I yeah, loved when you tale. mentioned the, the, the little brother thing. I yeah. love having somebody that depends on you in the game with you. Mm-hmm. But um, I really love Connor. Uh, I think with Connor, yeah. I like because there are so many, I feel more comfortable going different ways with Connor because I'm not, it doesn't mean that I jeopardize my relationship with a little girl and make her like feel mm-hmm. ostracized or something. I, I liked playing as Connor because the other two I could operate uh, choices based on myself. Because they're kind of very humanistic, but Connor's like a robot, you wanna, yeah. And exactly. you kind of have to role play and put yourself into Connor's shoes and make decisions that you may not make, but maybe correct for the way the uh, the character is the president. Yeah, and themselves. Connor is uh, uh, essentially he's working with a, a human police officer, and that you that relationship can be like lethal weapon four, very uh, lethal <laughs> weapon period. Four. I don't know why I put a, a number on it, but it, uh, <laughs> it's the best one. It, it is yeah, my favorite one, is. but. Um, <laughs> It's like they can have a really wonderful like love-hate yeah. uh, relationship that's very comical at times, yeah. or you can take them into a completely it, awful it can go direction very of very, very uh, yeah. just viciousness. And yeah. my, my favorite playthrough was when uh, uh, you intentionally killed Connor absolutely every time that you could every because chance. he just became slowly more incompetent. Uh, but, <laughs> but he was very, every time he comes to the scene, he's so optimistic and sure that he's yeah. going to yeah. succeed yeah. that it became like towards the last <laughs> few scenes it was just like roll on the floor funny yeah. it was just so great and there's button presses so if you're running through traffic you press the button the right way you dodge traffic and I would just put the controller down you get hit by the first car if there was ever a fight I would just put it down instantly oh knocked out it was, well, Connor, it was hilarious Connor's got one of the best at the end he has one of the best uh, sequences for action, uh, action that I and I love watching him do it I love playing it because yeah. even though you do have scenes where you can do action you're not it's not a free rake you can't kick and punch whenever you want like you have to follow the, yes. the buttons mm-hmm. um, but you if you land those buttons it's very very feels great. it feels wonderful and there's one moment in particular I kept missing and I'm like it was so frustrating because I'm just like I want to see Connor do all these kick-ass mm-hmm. things and I'm failing him right now mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah yeah cool yeah but um yeah no I forgot Detroit's a great a great game uh, underrated I think a lot of people give it a lot of flack well yeah if I had to I would think I love the, the, the repetition if you play it over and over again, the repetition of the mundane uh, tasks like washing a dish or mopping a floor, it's actually very um, soothing to do things like that. But when you get into, like Marcus is not my favorite character. So I find doing some of his stuff over and over again, I wish I could kind of like skip it. And actually at the end of the game, you can take a survey of like, who's your favorite? And everybody like, yeah, like it just asks you these questions and uh, everyone's, agrees that Marcus was their least favorite and I th- I, I think it's because it, it's the one mm. I think that lacks the he's the most generic the mo- I, I think, think it's because I think with Kara just it's fun to see that like humanness come out yeah, yeah. to become human oh I see <laughs> yeah. how many sandwiches would you give it on a scale of five sandwiches with sandwiches being your favorite sandwich in the world yeah no I'm gonna have to go with a 4.5 because mm-hmm. uh, because of you can't just nobody's part nothing's perfect <laughs> how do you how do you cut that 0.5 of a sandwich is it like a sideways cut or a horizontal I, oh, cut like well, how do you cut we, your well, sandwich I would eat, if I'm eating a sandwich it's usually uh, on a on a baguette or a roll or something so okay. you really can't only slice that down the middle okay. unless you really unless you want to you know it'll be very messy <laughs> I was just wondering what, you know, how, how this works out for you it's cool. diagonal if it's on white bread All right, I like, it, I like yeah. a diagonal cut you can cut. cut a baguette and have like that little bit I do of a, a diagonal slant. I do yeah, a little slant. slant I do yeah, do a little yeah. slant you're right I'm sorry I misspoke <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good games uh, this week, everyone. 
Uh, now that brings us on to our news segments. News, 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 news. I guess news. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, let's let's start with the gift that keeps on giving. That is Fallout seventy six. Well, I mean, oh no, least, what's happening I mean, now? At least no. giving to us, not to Leave the actual players. <laughs> Leave us alone, Fallout. <laughs> well, you know, we we talked about last week. They did the the pay subscription. You know, you can pay what was it, ten, fifteen bucks a month, and get like your own private server that you can invite anybody you it's want $100 to. It's a hundred dollars a year. A hundred dollars a year. Uh, you can get a thing that uh, makes it so that you can put however much scrap you want uh, you want in on it. It's and that's never-ending money. Never-ending. Every month you're paying. Yep. What? So everything I just said has gone wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the unlimited scrap thing that you can have, you know, you put however much scrap you want into it, and because it normally weighs a lot, so you can only put, you know, hold so much. But for this, you can have an infinite amount. Uh, players were uh, coming back to it and just and seeing that there is nothing in it. So all of their infinite scrap is was gone. In in seventy six, you use scrap to make everything. Yes, yeah. you could make um, different gear or or different like um, housing items. So the idea of like playing this game and then taking all of your currency or your materials and then was like, oh, I don't normally have enough room to store all these, so I'll put them in these new special box. And then they come back and it's empty. And yeah. It's just like oh what? And they pay a hundred dollars a year for an empty box. Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, which perfectly describes Fallout 76. Is that all you get for the hundred? No, no, no. no. So, What's so you also get. So, oh, it gets worse. So you <laughs> also get a private. So you, so you get like a little, um, like an icon that's above your head. That's like, hey, look, you know, this is a person who's, who's, you know, helping us along with this. Uh, that has now also become a point of contention in the game. So now people are seeing other people with that in the, above their head, and they're like, well, I'm automatically going to kill you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a class system has class erupted system. within the game. Yeah. So people who didn't pay the $100 can visibly see who did, and then they will gang up on them because oh. they're they're the rich people in the game. Yeah. Well, I can't be mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have infinite scrap. They don't need their scrap. Yeah. I don't feel bad about killing them anymore. Can you kill them and take their scrap? If the, oh. well, the box if, is if empty, it's, so if it's on them, yes. If and it's and not, here's the thing. Yeah. You do have to opt in to be assaulted you can't just randomly get that like there it's not just random you have to have you have to either be in a certain zone mm -hmm. or opt into like getting attacked by someone else so if you're hanging out in steerage you can, <laughs> yeah, you, or, you could, that's the thing you could hide all day and not get killed if you right. want yeah. and, and that's the other thing though like those players are choosing to play on the public servers because right. they have their own private servers if they want uh which players are finding out that uh, sometimes they're not exactly private servers. They might be servers that other people were playing on, but nobody's no longer playing on because they go out to, to loot stuff and it's it's already picked clean. So they're not even getting a fresh server that they're on. It's a <laughs> server somebody was, was already on, just that nobody else is now. It's like saying, uh, hey, we'll give you a, a beautiful, delicious orange every month. And then instead <laughs> of an orange, you're just like, oh, here's the peels. That, yeah. That's the part you wanted, right? Oh, and it's then, just the rind. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just the rind. But then, you know, at least on those private servers, you know, you can invite whoever you want. You know, you can invite yeah, you know, friends yeah. onto. Uh, it turns out, no. Uh, what it actually what? is, is so you have your rinds, right? You're like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to give it to, to you and to you, you know, to a couple of my friends. Uh, it turns out that, no, anybody who's on your friends list can join your server. Oh. So it's not like, so your rhymes are out there and all of your friends, even like the dirtbag ones, can just reach out and grab some. Uh, so, and, and, and that's actually a really big problem with, uh, with, especially with Fallout 76, because in order to trade with someone in the game, you have to be friends with them. So a lot of people are just being friends with other people oh, to, no. to trade with them and then just forgot about them. 
or you know whatever so all those people could just join their server oh that sounds so, like so much work to have to go through your friends list after that and being like all right, all right. I have 40 people i'm not actually friends with but i gotta like go back and find them and yep uh, <laughs> what happened i thought this game was like revolutionary at one point it, not when, 76 but the fallout title in general yeah, the fallout series itself has its own bugs and stuff but it's a well-regarded series yes. but this is their first realm in trying to make it like truly a multiplayer experience where everyone you know all the people in there are just out doing their own thing and it has been bogged with problems right out the gate yeah um and uh, our, our fact checker AJ is still in the field. He is. Um, he is, uh, he is a very aggressive player yeah. out there. He is definitely one of the people who would kill be, the rich. Kill the rich. <laughs> um, uh, but when I, I talked to him about it even more, I was like, "Well, they didn't do anything wrong. This is really, you know, uh, uh, you know, Bethesda, Bethesda's fault." Mm-hmm. And he agreed with that. <laughs> he wasn't like, nah, it's their fault. Like, he was really angry about them. But he was like, it's actually, it's it's their fault for even putting this out there for people to get and yep. it not being a good system and it creating more problems amongst a loyal fan base mm-hmm. who shouldn't be as loyal as they have to, been yeah. in regards to how they've been treated. To be fair to Bethesda, though, um, we Skyrim had a lot of problems when it came out. And it took them a very long time to fix everything. But I think the reason Bethesda has such a strong fan base is that they always fix it in the end. I mean, maybe not everything all of the time, but like the major stuff, I expect that they're going to continue to work on 76 until it's fine. Yeah. Like I, yeah. And I, I get, I get why they're charging money. It costs money to fix things mm-hmm. and they're not gaining any more money from the people that are, well, I don't think they're 76. charging for servers in order to fix existing bugs. I don't know if that's the, the system, but well, I, I don't know. I, 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 figured. Know. I, th- I think that's a, I can see why you would think that and why you wouldn't, but I, I do think it is one of those, oh, hey, look, you know, just still give us some money so that way we can improve this. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like taxes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also do want to have a little anecdote. Um, one of the streamers I listened to uh, was talking about Fall 76, and he was, because he was doing a subathon, which is basically he was like, all right, I'm going to, I have eight hours on my clock, and then for every single sub I get, I'm going to add 30 seconds to this, and then I'll just play for however long, you know, you guys sub. And so he was doing it, and he was talking about his last one that he did, which was for Fallout 76, and Bethesda actually sponsored him to, to play it for his subathon. So he's playing the game, and I think this was release day, and so he's been playing the game for like eight hours, and he's got 20 hours left on his, on his clock in order to stream it. And he was just like, you know what? This game is terrible. I am changing my subathon. So instead of adding 30 seconds, it is now subtracting 30 seconds from this game. So within 30 minutes, his timer was down to one hour that he had to play the game. Even his people did not want him to play this game anymore. So he has now been blacklisted by Bethesda. Ooh. Which is understandable, but he was like, it was worth it. Okay. <laughs> so AJ, what we need from you is is three uh, positive facts about Fallout seventy six. Because I would love I would love to know what yes, why people yes. are playing this. Agreed. Three Agreed. positive facts. One positive opinion would be that when they finally do, if they do, get their stuff together, it sounds like it's gonna be a really amazing experience. That's the saddest be... thing is the premise yeah seems amazing. Yeah. yeah. I would love to be like in that world with everybody yeah. like yeah doing messing the, it up. Except the execution is <laughs> flawed out. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, like yeah, I don't like it. I saw what you were trying. see what you try to do there. Let's move now. on. Let's, let's move on. on. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's go to something happy. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, which is the creator of, of Mario and, and Nintendo and, and all that jazz. He's amazing. Amazing person. One of them, yes. One, yeah, one of them. I'm not saying he created Nintendo. 
Sorry, I didn't mean that. Uh, but creator of Mario, uh, he uh, he was honored in Japan as a person of cultural merit, which is basically like their like one of their highest honors that you can get for not being in military. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Well uh, deserved. Not yeah. going to have any dissenters here. Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, oh, the guy who made Zelda thinks he deserves an award? <laughs> oh, like psh, Donkey Kong? Get out of here, Shigeru. Yeah, I think they do uh, 20 people every year that they that wow. they do with, and it's all throughout throughout all the arts, though, you know, all of them. So, yeah. He's, That's fantastic. He's this one this year. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, well done there. It's about time. Yeah, I'm oh, actually surprised much. it hadn't happened sooner, to be honest. Uh, agreed, yeah. I didn't he, realize he didn't have any He's younger of than I think he is, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. even Miyazaki, uh, mm-hmm. he, he didn't get it until, I think, 2012 or 2010. Mm-hmm. And well. he's been around forever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good for him, good for him. Uh, and then EA has, has announced that they will not be putting out their NBA Live game this year. Uh, which is, I think, the third or fourth time they've d- they've ever done this. You you should be able to pay them like a dollar, and then they'll just change all your 2019s to 2020s. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what they do. <laughs> I don't think I could care less about a franchise. Uh, agreed. Yeah, cause... I'm trying. I'm actively trying, and I don't think I can. Uh, yeah, I think because even their announcement was was met with like a, okay. a loud like yawn (laughs) (laughs) oh oh yeah okay i got you Uh okay (laughs) yeah hope they figure that figure it out yeah yeah, make games fun again make games fun again however a game that will be coming out is uh pokemon sword and shield and you can now what preload that now amanda yes if you've pre-ordered it then they'll start loading it on your switch so uh come game day you can just click it and uh, maybe have a short short update and then jump right in so if you've bought it totally download it and if you haven't, now would be a good time. I dropped $180 this week pre-ordering Death Stranding, Sword <laughs> and Shield, and Star Wars Fallen Order. My November is effed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, F for it's going to be fantastic. It's you going to be fun? playing all those games. You took the F right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, Steam, Steam Now. Uh, so before, if you would review a game, even if you'd only been playing it for an hour or whatever, uh, you could review a game and it'd be like, all right, cool. And then and then you could play for however long you want. Uh, but now Steam has been testing something out where if you played a game and you, you reviewed it and then you've been playing it for a lot longer, for like say like another 40 minutes or for another 40 minutes, another 40 <laughs> hours or you know, maybe another 100 <laughs> hours or something like that. You're like, hey, you, uh, you want to review this game again? See what it's like now, you know, maybe give people a taste of what it's like currently. Because, uh, you know, there's been plenty of reviews I've seen on there where it's like, this game is trash, and they've played for like 400 hours. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Clearly you're enjoying it. Yeah. Some part of Some it. Some part of this. Yeah. Whether, whether you're a masochist or not, you know, you're still enjoying <laughs> or, it. Or you forgot to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Oh God, my PC's still on. <laughs> you can also be like, well, my stupid girlfriend's playing it, so I'm updating my review to say I'm not playing it, but she really likes it because yeah. she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's going to work out for somebody out there. <laughs> uh, so I think that's pretty cool, though, because I mean, there's too many times where you know people just play it and they just forget they even wrote a review about it, and so I think that'll be that'll be good for it. Yeah, good. yeah. 
And then, uh, let's see here. Donkey and Diddy has, has got some excited news, right there, Amanda? Yeah, they're, they're adding Donkey and Diddy Kong to Dr. Mario World, uh, <laughs> which is very funny. Uh, both, I mean, new character models are always great, but uh, their images as of them as doctors do not give me confidence in their doctoring abilities. <laughs> is Dr. Mario a good doctor? Uh, oh, I've they, never played any, any anything like that. They He's released an article about how long Mario's been around and how long you have to go to school in order to be a doctor. Doctor, he definitely doesn't have a degree. Like oh, wow. he did not go to He's medical school. like a Doctor school. Phil kind yeah. of thing, but he dresses like a medical doctor. The, the okay. word "doctor" is in quotation marks. But with Donkey and Diddy, they look like they attacked a doctor, tore off his clothes, and are wearing pieces of it. <laughs> See, at least I think like Mario, he's like an honorary doctorate. Um, I think Donkey and Diddy are are, are honorary. <laughs> <laughs> There. <laughs> it's just fun saying Dr. Donkey. <laughs> there's Dr. no Diddy way. Is good. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Diddy. That's like two yeah. rap people in one. <laughs> Dr. There's, Donkey. There's no way every one of their cures doesn't involve bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my foot. Here's a banana. It's good you, for you, if you have low potassium. Yeah, I was about to say, you need more <laughs> potassium. Throwing stuff out there. <laughs> That's pretty fun. And maybe uh, Donkey Kong will give out barrels of whiskey. Oh, no, I've just found out recently that wasn't Donkey Kong. That was his, that was his great, 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 great grandfather. Cranky. Cranky. It was Cranky Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks like a drunk, so yeah, that's. that's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> and then um, uh, today, some some brand new stuff going on, right? Troy? New news. Uh, BlizzCon 2019 kicked off today. They had the opening ceremonies, a nice uh, about an hour and a half uh, event where they threw out a bunch of the uh, new works that they're going to be bringing to the uh, video game community coming soon. So mm-hmm. here's uh, three of my main highlights. One is Diablo 4, the hotly anticipated sequel to Diablo 3, um, <laughs> but is a, 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 a classic, classic video game in, in all sense of the world, words. Um, of the world. Uh, and the, of the world. <laughs> uh, it looks very much like Diablo 3, different graphics, not a bad thing. No. Uh, Gameplay-wise, that looks like. Uh, but it looks like they're going to be adding some uh, PvP um, aspects to it, which could be very fun. But mm-hmm. In the same way that, that Destiny was nonsense to you when you listen to it, because you're like, I don't play this game, mm-hmm. uh, Diablo is nonsense to me. I was watching this trailer, I was like, that looks dope. No idea what's, no going, idea on. what's going on. <laughs> this is gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. They, they brought back a character called Lilith, who's like um, uh, the, the 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 wife of the devil. Yeah, as one of the main characters. Yeah, which she'll be is an awesome. antagonist. I think she'll be the primary antagonist. That's great. One. Yeah. Her character design was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They ha- they have a uh, I think a twelve foot statue of her at at BlizzCon. Oh, wow. somebody took a picture of it, and she's holding uh, Diablo's head. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always feel like the the look of Diablo from the the cinematics and the art uh, doesn't mesh up with a comparison of like the kind of cutesy top down beat em up <laughs> that the game is, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, they announced a new expansion to World of Warcraft, uh, where they're going to be flipping some things on its head. There's going to be a new Shadow World. Uh, if you're into World of Warcraft, it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, oh, yeah. they're going to be ch- switching up a lot of that stuff and and uh, exploring new realms, new villains, and old villains alike. Uh, still one of the most popular games on the planet. Yep, the most popular <laughs> so, MMO. So yeah, so keep going. Yeah. Um, and then they 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 talked a lot about cards in Hearthstone. I'm not going to talk about it because it was boring. <laughs> Here's a new card. It has a six instead of a seven on it. I like Hearthstone, but that was boring. <laughs> uh, but the most exciting news is they officially announced Overwatch Two Airhorns. 
Not an air horn. It's deflated. Uh, obviously, one of my favorite games of all time. And Jordan, you're a big Overwatch fan as yes, well. Yes, I am. Yes, um, I am. They're going to kind of be uh, revamping the whole system for Overwatch 2 by adding uh, story-driven content <gasps> where you're going to be teaming up with your friends around the table here uh, to <laughs> yes. not fight each other, but fight against like an actual story mode uh, villains, robots that are taking over different areas. There's cinematics that tie them all together Ooh. as you are fighting. I and think it's, Gears of War did something like that. It kind of feels like Gears yeah. of War. Yeah. It kind of mm-hmm. feels like a Left 4 Dead uh, oh. Gears of War type mm-hmm. game. Love it. Nice. Um, and they're going to be changing some of the abilities so that they uh, work better uh, in this mode than they would uh, in the classic Overwatch mode. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be great to try and put together uh, comps uh, the one little bit that I saw was you're fighting a bunch of people and then you have to puzzle solve things, beat the enemy, something unlocks, you, you shoot that thing like in Destiny and then something unlocks. And in the end, it's like, okay, you, a detonator timed, you have one minute. And it's like, we have to get out of here. Now you have to rely on Lucio to speed you through to the end. So you have to work as a team. We have to use May to like put people up to get up on higher levels. You have to team puzzle, teamwork style to get yourself out of this place That's before it explodes. So do you, is it going to be set like fixed characters per scenario? Correct. Okay. See, yeah. that I get it. I get why, but I wish it was I wish it wasn't. Yeah, this this seems much more like the um like this is their missions that they were on during uh mm. their Overwatch days. This is yeah. this oh, is cool. actually going to be picking up the story. It's going to mm-hmm. be a sequel. Yeah, yeah like, it's a sequel. It's, it's going to be yeah. continuing the story that Overwatch has started. Yeah. Um and actually going to be telling the story for the first time, really. <laughs> they had some really good news for Overwatch 1 fans as well mm-hmm. about yes. the content and the characters. Uh, yeah, so if you are an Overwatch player and you get Overwatch 2, everything that you've unlocked, your costumes, your highlights, your intros are all going to go into Overwatch 2. And Overwatch 2 is going to be a sequel, but it sounds like it's just going to have Overwatch 1 within it. Correct. Um, so that it's not necessarily a separate game. Mm-hmm. So if you have Overwatch 1, you'll be graduated to Overwatch 2. You won't get to play any of the new content, but you'll still be able to play the modes that you already can. Yeah. Currently. So it's basically what Destiny did. It sounds that way. It, it, when they went free to, to play. Me it sounds like a it, yeah, it sounds like an expansion to me, more so than like yeah. Overwatch 2. It sounds like, yeah. you know, Overwatch uh, you know, whatever. Story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, story mode, yeah. Overwatch but, co-op. But in the best way. Yeah, it's of like course. I w- I wouldn't want to start over entirely. I mm-hmm. wouldn't want that for everyone no. who's put so much in it. Yeah. So I feel like they found the best of both worlds. It's saying like we've upgraded the engine, it's going to look better and it's going to run nicer, but also we're going to bring everything along with you. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the uh one of the the leaks or one of the the, the stipulations was people were like, oh, I think there's only going to be four heroes that co- that copy over, and it's like, oh no, all of them are copying right. over. It's just you're only going to be able to play four of them for each mission at a time. Yeah. At a time, and they're also adding new heroes as well that they that are, that aren't in Overwatch One. And what that allows is just more personality. So now Genji can talk to Zenyatta about their history because they mm-hmm. actually have a history together. Yep. Yeah. So you Zen- put them in a thing together. Zenyatta's vi- video, like those little cute, wonderful solo Shorts. videos, they, they haven't released one for everybody yet, no, correct? No, no. He, he they, doesn't have one. They did release um, the bit about his brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, in, in when he got assa- yeah. assassinated. He sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, when the cinematic came up, like literally, and they kind of recapped the past three years of Overwatch, like... Mandy and I were both like tearing up because it's just so inspirational <laughs> mm-hmm. what they do with those characters and yeah. so genuine that uh, I'm really excited for any bit 
of content that they can give us when it comes to just learning more about the the world and the story. So and I love the idea of renewing something that because there's nothing sort of more. I don't want to say depressing because that's being melodramatic. But hi, <laughs> my name's Jordan. I'm an alcoholic. But um, no, but. Like when you a new game comes out, it's wonderful. You love it. You play it. Everybody's playing it. You feel like every, you know, and then it has that drop off point because then they they make a new one, and then everybody kind of forgets about the last one. And then yeah. like if you even if you liked it, and you want to go back to play it. Like nobody's really playing it, and it's yeah. always, it's like kind of like, oh, so just expanding on it. I think that's like kind of revolutionary. I hope they kind of do that for more games. Like instead of just dropping it, maybe just keep adding to it for a while before you, six years later, they like all right, here's part, th- you know, three, <laughs> you know. Yeah, agree. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, they're still going to be holding more, um, more individual a game like uh, panels throughout the entire weekend. So we'll find out more, and we'll talk about it more next yeah. week. Uh, so definitely, definitely. So uh, yeah, that's the end of our news segments. You know, Brian, yeah. uh, I went to the dentist this week, and uh, uh, you know, got, got a teeth cleaning. Okay. They did the scrapes. They did the stuff. You know, clean it out, floss it, all that good thing, all those good things. Um, but because of that, you know, I, I definitely came back with a little bit of sore gums. You know, oh. they go to work. They go to work there. They oh, really yeah. got in there. And I'm kind of like, I need something to kind of soothe my mouth, you know? Um, yeah. I looked in the fridge. I was like, not cold enough. Looked in the freezer. I was like, yes, there it is. Something that's just cold, that's delicious. Oh, cold that'll, and delicious. Yeah, that'll just make my mouth feel a lot better. Like you know a frosty I mean? treat? I mean, if frosty, yes. But, but I really wanted to have like a... I don't know a quality that's that's delicious. Like I want it to be more than just frosty, but I can't think of the word. Okay. Like, um, like like frosty, like a snowman, or uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. sure, yeah. sure, sure. But but what 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 is what is a snowman? Maybe I don't know. Taste like? Oh, I don't know. Like, do, do they even have taste buds? Do you I, think I, they could taste I if they were alive? I don't, I don't, I'm not asking if the snowman can taste. Oh, I'm tasting here. Well, okay? I mean, no, no, no. I, mean, I want to know that. Well, that's your. do that on your own time. Oh, okay, fine. Okay? No, I need, my mouth hurts right now, okay? Come on. That's true, yeah. Uh, I just need something that's delicious, but I don't, I don't know what the word is. Something. Yeah, probably tasty. Yes, something tasty. Oh, taste is tasty. Taste is tasty. Yeah, so I guess it would be a... I guess a, a tasty a. topic? Yeah. What if the guest foils that and just is like, tasty? That works. <laughs> There's no wrong way. There's no wrong way. The I was quick, like, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, the no, quicker wait. you can get us out of that, the better. Um, uh, Andy used to be that person. Oh, I do that all the time. I'm like, <laughs> was, all right, and I'm done. <laughs> I was hoping. Um, yeah, tasty topics. Like, Am I allowed? <laughs> tasty topics are a chance to dive a little deeper on a uh, topic within the industry uh, of any realm. Correct. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to dive into a special one today. That's right. And Troy, you have our topic, right? Yeah. So since Halloween just ended, we wanted to know uh, amongst our dragons here, um, if you had to make a Halloween type game, uh, what would it be? Ooh. What would be in it? Ooh. What elements, what inspirations would you have to put into this game that you are kind of, you know, putting together your dream Halloween game? Mm hmm. Um, for me, I'm a really big fan recently of the Friday 13th, The Game, okay. which is essentially hide-and-go-seek with a murderer. <laughs> um, so for me, to make a, like a, I would want a Halloween game that's a little bit suspenseful, a little bit horror-filled. I would want something that is multiplayer. So that's mm-hmm. an element that I would put in uh, to this game, would be a multiplayer experience, whether it's on a, like a team versus team or one versus five, whatever it may be. I like the aspect of versing because it adds a... A thrilling element of unpredictability nice. to it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. 
Um, for me, actually, if I were to make a Halloween game, yeah. I'd probably make a visual novel. Uh, Spooky. In, in, in the sense of you're the parents watching out for your children, uh, but they keep on trying to run off in different directions. So you have to choose what you have to do. And I think I think that's what I would make because it's more so because, you know, every other game has been done. Yeah, you know, sure. I want to do like like parent simulator. <laughs> the <laughs> scariest like game of all. Like would yeah. they be trick or treating if they're yeah, they're like, trick or treating. You're the parents. But you also have to make conversation with the other parents oh, because, okay. you know, you can't okay. just be there. That would be a very funny I like game. this right? game. You'd be I like, would play oh, this game. I hate, I hate this. Per- yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. We're combining this. Okay. Multiplayer. You know, we play the kids. You play the adults. We're trying to get away. You're bringing us back. But then there's. A there's a serial killer. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay, you know what? Actually, the mental asylum just they 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 exactly, escape. They all escaped. Yeah. Uh, I see where this is going. I like it. I like okay. it. See, I, I thought when we were discussing this that I was like, oh man, I would make, I would want to make a serial game, and I don't like playing scary games. So then I was like, no, 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 no. I want to make a game about giving candy away because that is my favorite oh. thing about Halloween is buying lots of really good Halloween candy and then giving kids like globs and globs of handfuls. <laughs> or like, what if like, like an obese child and you just be like, here, here's a stick of uh, broccoli. If it's you know, I see. Like you I, have I, to I, try to do your part maybe to help. No, no, you, know, no, you have to no, reward no. them for doing you know, uh, you know, uh, exercise. Yeah. yeah. See, see, I. I <laughs> I don't really like candy that much. So, you're so a drug I was never like a. a I, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Give him Coke. It'll yeah, give him a bag of Coke. Bag of you've, Coke. you've gone to nine months. Oh, yeah, I, have I a drink. I thought you meant like a Coke. Like, like yeah. No, I yeah, take Dr. Pepper. Coca Cola is disgusting. What are you talking about? So, so, so you would so add I want to make a game. Elements. Right. I think we should make add, add a piece of the game. So, Brian, Brian's playing as the parents. You yes. Know? I would prefer to add it so that it's almost like. Uh, you're you're trying to judge the costumes that come to the door, but Ooh. what if what if like it's a really cute little kid in like just an adorable like butterfly Aww. costume, but it's terrible looking? You would still give them globs and globs of candy because globs. that's an adorable yeah, because they're globs so like you know. So you're like candy so simulator, candy simulator. Uh, I just want to give people like it, candy. You want to judge the costumes but I, if you I, did really well. Oh, you, do they say trick or treat? Candy. You give them more candy. If no, they don't say trick or treat, you also have to manage your candy because you might run right, out. Right, you by might the run out of candy night. if you like the oh, costume. Right. Imagine if the little kid in the butterfly costume gets to your door after right. you've given yeah. all the globs of right. Yeah. Wow, that's what I'm saying. So. Wow, yeah, this is this is all right. This all right, intense. this is good. This, this is good. It like feels it. like it's the same game though. Are we just making one amoeba of a game? I think this game has mutated into the same. I think we are. I don't think mine's gonna fit, but we'll make it. Well, you said there was a serial killer. Go on. No, I didn't say. No, that was me. Oh, I didn't say that. What element would you like in a well, video game you're making no i mean i i thought more con- conceptual i just i wanted um a game where you take care of dogs basically mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. kind of uh i originally wanted this to be a movie and mm-hmm. i thought after playing detroit become human like this kind of story driven game of like uh with not a lot happens but it tells a great story and i just was like i always think natural disaster what if something crazy happens like i'm never worried about where am i going to get who's going to take it i'm like no the dogs like because dog like what if you're in a zombie apocalypse with a dog dogs don't understand no don't bark because zombies will hear you you know Mm -hmm. that you have like but i'm not going to not care for my animals during these kind of situations so i wanted to kind of have a game where you're kind of just roaming the zombie ridden world t- 
taking care of your uh, pets. So, so we take Brian's idea, but instead of children, you're a dog parent trick or treating <laughs> with your dog. Or can we just <laughs> add? This, huh? this works out yes, because, like, if you're if you're doing the candy simulator, then you can't be out with your kids that are that are out trick or treating. But if you're managing your dogs who are like either trying to attack <laughs> or like or like are they afraid? Or of we the could kids. just put a dog in the house with the candy people exactly. and then the, the, the dog yeah. you, like sometimes you have to oh, walk in so maybe the dog the dog actually, tries to get the candy yeah, the dog tries to get the candy right. mm-hmm. or the dog is making too much noise so kids are afraid they don't come Ooh, to the door you can't get where the candy yeah. Yeah. So you have to yeah. control your dogs yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. The men, where, where, how do like the mental but, and they can protect you though against the mental patients yeah. Yeah. exactly I was going to say didn't somebody escape and there's like bad guys so what right. if you open the door and it's a serial killer and boom multiplayer serial killer dog. gets the person <laughs> with the candy then they come in the house the dog gets rid of them or they make friends with the dog and then they're the serial killer giving out the candy and the adults don't even know or you're yelling at your dog too much, and now he's just afraid to bark, so he's not going to yeah. do anything to him. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, my goodness. That. The poor dog. Yeah. yeah. The poor dogs. Man. All right. Now, Amanda, good luck. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, my, mine's easy. Okay. Uh, uh, I like I like period pieces. So I'd love to have a Halloween game that has, like, foundations and, like, old school Halloween. So, mm-hmm. like, instead of, like, modern costumes, they have, like, those old, like, Celtic masks where they're uh, the animals and the, very like, the pagan costumes. Unsettling. There's like fairies and spriggans and stuff, which works perfect with Joe's suggestion of the yeah. little fairy girl. Uh, so I would just I take you. our entire game and move it back 200 years. Perfect. I would love that. The, Sign the, it off. The people in the men, uh, the the asylum would be far more Crazier. damaged. Yeah, yeah. So be really good. No, have you seen those masks from like the 50s and the early 1900s? Oh, very unsettling. Oh my god. That's way worse than anything that we could ever think of. And, and they thought that was cute. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, I'd play that, developers. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Brian, get on that. There's a perfect <laughs> oh, game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want full, I want to design all the dogs. Full. All right. Uh, all right. So it's a free idea, but you have to consult with Jordan before you create any of <laughs> oh, the Oh, no, animals. if you're doing I thought you could, yeah. I thought you were going to create it. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, lazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, good, uh, good, tasty topic there, Troy. I liked it. Yep, yeah. That was a combination. Thank you, Jordan. That was from our oh, conversation was, last course. night at the Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. nice combo, combo breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now uh, that brings us now to our uh, dragon of the week. <gasps> do, 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 do. It's a dragon of the week. Yeah, don't you leak. It's a dragon of the week. It'll make you freak. The dragon of the week. Dragon of the Week is our chance to shine a little love on industry professionals and put a little spotlight on the people who make the games that we talk about every week. That is true. Yeah. And <laughs> thanks for taking over for that, Troy, because I messed it up last week. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so this week, you know, Jordan, you uh, you decided to take on this burden on your own. Yeah. So, uh, so Jordan, what's our Dragon of the Week this week? Well, it's never a burden when um, talking about one of my favorite industry people, Allison Court. That's a beautiful name. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful name. Beautiful person. Beautiful voice. Wonderful contributor to this video game community. She uh, is most famously known for playing Claire Redfield in the video game universe. All right. Uh, v- voicing Claire Redfield. Voicing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as she um, done a lot more than that, though. She's also um, been involved. Well, first of all, she was married to. Um, uh, Eric Suzuki at one point who was uh, sort of a uh, producer on uh, the Resident Evil games for okay. a while and um, she has uh, directed uh, voice and motion capture for Resident Evil Outbreak nice. so she and she's actually just learned too that she was sort of um, responsible for the localization of a lot of Capcom's games 
in North America. Uh, one in particular, I don't know if you guys have ever played it, uh, Mega, Ma- Mega Max X5? I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, Mega Man X5. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Did I say, I said Mega said Max? Because <laughs> <laughs> my handwriting was sloppy. No, but, um, and then I all, the, the funny thing is, is she renamed all the, um, the eight, um, can you help me with this? The eight Maverick bosses? Yes. She, it was, it was di- her direct decision to rename them all after Guns N' Roses, uh, members That's because fun. of her That's then amazing. husband at the times love of the band which i'm wondering if it was uh, aforementioned eric suzuki mm-hmm. but um allison court really for me she kind of took a resident evil to being a, a game about you know zombie killing zombies and sort of help help me invest in the story mm-hmm. and um i'm like a kind of a big stickler for continuation and uh, continuity okay and so learning that she was coming back to all these other, you know, sequels mm-hmm. up until like, um, I think 2012, no, excuse me, 2015 when they made revelations too. And then they re they read casted the voice and changed the face model. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just, she's, I think what's responsible for these deep roots I have with the resident evil franchise mm-hmm. and especially with that character. And, um, yeah. Uh, Really a uh, gen- generous person with the fans, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, um, when she wasn't coming back to do The Voice, it wasn't because she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. It was because the game company just decided to go non-union. They didn't even, you know, they didn't oh, ask yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. But the f- the outpouring from the fans, because I'm not the only one, the outpouring from the fans actually caused Capcom Japan to reach out to her. And, uh, and make contact uh, not really to say we're going to give you we're not going to give it to you when we do the remake <laughs> or revelations to <laughs> give it to you but I, we're not going to give you a, the part but um it, it was an it just goes to show you that she does mean a lot to the resident evil community mm-hmm. um and uh I, the fu- funny thing is she's actually right now i know it's not really video game related but she's <laughs> voicing a uh, uh, on, she's on a show a nickelodeon show called mysticons and she was the voice of Arcana Goodfay, mm-hmm. who is a uh, Mysticon dragon mage. Ooh, so she's actually the voice of a dragon right now. We on gotta a, get on that a, dragon in a video game. I That's mean, right. I, 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 I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be a phone game at least, <laughs> some sort of mobile game. We can we can figure this out. One the, of those free browser games that Nintendo used to do. Yeah. Not Nintendo. I'm sorry, Nickelodeon used yeah. to. Do. <laughs> but she, you know, it's cool too. Because Allison Court really. Um, she she went from just being a, a young voice actress in a video game. The, I think the first video game, uh, the first uh, she was in Resident Evil Two. That was the first one, mm-hmm. and it was titled Adventure Game. Mm-hmm. So she didn't ha- she had no idea what Resident Evil was at that point, and it, it was still finding its foot in the com- you know the community. Mm-hmm. I think Two was really what like pushed it, uh, put it on the map. But um, she was out. She went from just. Being out promoting uh, for, she was on the big comfy couch, and she was pr- she was at a convention dressed as like her character, whose name is Lunette, and she didn't even know the game had come out, but she heard herself screaming at another booth because I guess they were like demoing it. Oh, okay. And she she's was, like, "That's me! That's me!" She was on the big comfy couch. Yeah, she was Lunette the, the clown, the the main person. Yeah, that's Allison Court. That's Allison Court, the little girl, the little like doll. Yeah, the little, little <laughs> on, big red nose. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched it, but I'm a big I, fan of her work. See, I'm, I, I, I've 
come into that knowing that yeah. you know I've only been exposed to that because I've looked her up. But. That's awesome. And 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 Claire Redfield is a is a staple of the Resident Evil st- franchise. Yeah. I, but yeah, um, but to me it, it's the importance of of the character that she brings to life mm-hmm. is r- r- like a, a vital to the success of that of that series. I agree, I but uh, you know, cuz for me it's it's not even just that character at this point though. I thought it was the character of Claire Redfield cuz I thought it was mm-hmm. safe in the hands of Allison Court cuz they kept asking her to come back. And I was so yeah. thrilled because I, 1998, I could, you can't Google people really. I mean, you right. probably could, I couldn't. Uh, I don't think we had a computer. <laughs> but it, the access to the people that we have now, like especially the voice actors who are, aren't very, they're not as well known or as exposed. Uh, if they just strictly do that mm-hmm. as like, people who are in you know your favorite movies but somebody who's voicing an yeah, iconic character people know you and McGregor more than Troy right. Baker right I'm not gonna oh, get yeah. I don't there were, I'm like looking up Allison court when I when I finally did get a computer and the year two you know whatever it was but it's <laughs> like there was nothing on her really uh, now thanks to uh, the internet and thanks to people having conventions and you know I, I've gotten to see a lot more about her but what I was saying was she's she went from just doing these little voices to actually having a very heavy hand in taking an interest in video games. So she takes it very seriously, and I think that's pretty cool. Now, now, have you had, uh, I know there's like a personal uh, connection, or you know someone who actually knows the, uh, people that work on Resident Evil? I've actually reached out to um, Lisa Jai, who okay. voiced Sherry Barkin in Resident Evil 2. Okay, okay. I followed her on, her on Instagram, and then we've actually sent... A lot of messages back and forth. Nice. Um, That's cool. Am I miss? Is, the, is that who you're thinking, or did? Oh I, no, no. Do I, I was really just wondering if Allison Court uh, fell into that uh, avenue of, of your actual talking to people that have worked on the series. No, no. I no. Well, she knows. She was. She knows Lisa Jai. They were on cool. a podcast together. So mon- one day, one day, one, yeah. I'm Maybe getting we there. Can make that happen. If, if, if Allison Court would just get an Instagram, it would only be a matter of time. She's very re- responsive. She's been on so many podcasts. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they don't get paid. She don't, they don't get paid to do that. She just generate, you know, donates her her, her, time. Ge- her time and you know answers the same question over and over again and does it in that cheerful, you mm-hmm. know, Lydia Dietz voice <laughs> that she did. But um, yeah, oh wonderful, nice, mm-hmm. nice, very good. Uh, Dragon of the week there, yeah, uh, Allison Court. Allison so Court. I want a T-shirt that said Alice uh, that says Allison Court is my Claire Redfield because <laughs> without her, I'm not really that excited about Claire Redfield anymore. It's gonna it's gonna be hard. Big big shoes to fill. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, definitely feel how important uh, Allison is to to yeah one of your favorite franchises. So. Absolutely, right on. Yeah, Absolutely. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thanks Thank for uh, for coming in here and, and doing that dragon of the week. Uh, my pleasure. It. I did it. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this episode. <laughs> Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends, the 3000 Brigade. Um, you can find us online right there, Troy. That's right. Check us out on Twitter for uh, updates day to day on things going on in the video game industry, entertainment style, and also on Instagram where we have some fun posting videos of ourselves playing video games and also having dumb fun features throughout the week which That's you right. got to be a part of this week yeah. jordan thank you yeah, you, thank you for contributing to our content yeah yes. you'll also be able to find all of us in person at anime ey that's right uh where's gonna- that at uh, that's going to be down in Miami. No, no. No, no, it's not. It's going to be in Broward. That's right, Fort Lauderdale. I'm, I'm, I'm all lost. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, in Broward in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Coconut Creek, something like that. Yeah, it's in the Marriott. It's uh, the weekend of November, November 15th. Yep. 
bring your Pokemon Switch. Yes. <laughs> oh, please do. Yes. I hope to catch lots of Surfetch to give to people. <laughs> yes. Thank uh, you. I need it. I need a Ponyta. Yeah. Search for You're us. You're not getting it. We uh, we may or may not be in uh, in Dragon Kigurumi's, depending on the day. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, definitely come by, say hi, give us a high five. We'll be there. So, anime EY. Indeed. Let's honor our G-O-D, our guest of the week, Jordan, Jordan. for coming by and, oh, and gracing you. us. My yes. pleasure. Yes, Indeed. thank you very much, Jordan. <laughs> and uh, as always, my name is Brian. Amanda. I'm Troy. And I'm Joe. And we are... The, the taste, taste of dragons. dragons. You can say it too, Jordan. Taste of dragons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Boom. Yes. And we did it twice this episode. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Bye. 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 Well done.